This episode is sponsored by Dietitian's Dish, a conversational and informative podcast hosted by two registered dietitians and busy full-time working moms, Gina and Nicole. On the show, they have honest and informative conversations about raising healthy kids and families and cover everything from food, nutrition, kids, family, travel, cooking, and more. Plus, they answer listener questions to address your burning questions and keep things light with occasional kid and husband interviews. Gina and Nicole started Dietitian's Dish after being unable to find a relatable whole family wellness and nutrition podcast, so they created one themselves. What I love about the show is the mix of conversation between two friends and moms. Plus, because the hosts are registered dietitians, you can trust the information they share. There is so much misinformation around food, and it's so nice to have a trustworthy but relatable source of information around nutrition and food. Plus, Gina and Nicole are friends and moms, so you also get the conversational aspect and get to know the hosts. They start every week with a brief catch-up and end each episode with a favorite new product or mom win of the week. They tell it like it is, and that's definitely something we appreciate. Parents or anyone with a remote interest in nutrition and wellness will enjoy the dietitian's dish and relate to Gina and Nicole's stories. They have over a year of archives for you to enjoy, and a great place to start would be with some of their most popular episodes, including breastfeeding bloopers... That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Healthier holidays and live taste tests, baby led weaning and choosy eaters. Listeners of the Girl Next Door podcast will love Dietitian's Dish because like us, Gina and Nicole are also energetic, candid moms with opinions and perspectives on life and motherhood. They have a similar fun dynamic on the show, but with a whole family wellness focus. Find Dietitian's Dish wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with them on Instagram at Dietitian's Dish Podcast and on their website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Thanks so much for supporting the brands that support our show. And now, on to the show. You're listening to the Girl Next Door Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. And Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2020. Yes. Crazy. Can you believe it's 2020? No. Nope. I feel like I'm still wrapping my head around it. It kind of feels like we're living in a future sci-fi yeah, movie. Like that's the date that all of the things are going to be hoverboards. Yeah. and Exactly. Mm -hmm. Still still waiting for that a little yeah. bit, but we'll see. It's a long year. <laughs> a little disappointed, to be honest. <laughs> but it really is 2020, a fresh new year and a new decade. And we always start a new year talking about our intentions and goals for the year ahead. Uh, but first, let's each give an overview of generally what's coming up for us and our families in 2020. Okay, I have to say I love this and also it stresses me out. Like yeah. this is a, this is an example where podcasting with you makes me a better person <laughs> because you're goal-oriented and forward-thinking and I literally sat and stared at my computer screen like, uh, I'm trying to make it through Christmas. Right. I have no idea what's happening in 2020. I don't I don't know what's going on. What grade will my kids be in? I don't even <laughs> right. know. But it was actually a really good thing to do. So I would encourage listeners to do the same even maybe before you quite feel ready because it just it helps you get your head around that instead of being stressed out by it. Yeah. So, um, okay. So let's see. One big thing. I'm just kind of going in chronological order. The okay. first things that I thought of, I am chairing a PTO event in Whoa. March, which my bossy nature, I'd rather chair a whole event uh -huh. than go volunteer for gotcha. someone else's event. Interesting. Or like be volunteering in the classroom and not being in charge of the classroom. Right. Like it's very hard for me as a former teacher gotcha. to go help out and not 
be in charge. Like yeah. I feel itchy the whole time. Yeah. So I actually, uh, I've gotten to be friends with the PTO president a little bit and, um, she was like, Hey, would you be willing to chair like the mother son event? Because oh. I don't have sons. And so gotcha. I wouldn't be like, they don't want right. someone who should be just enjoying the event right. to be in charge of it. And she's like, I just think you'd be great at it. You're great at like oh. planning things and, you know, yeah. making things fun. And I was like, yeah, I will do that. That's That can be my act of nice. service because I don't love all of the other yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I'm doing that in March. I'm a little stressed out about it. I think we're going to do like a glow theme, like fun. a glow in the dark kind yeah. of theme um, and just make it like a fun glow in the dark face paint, like glow sticks. Kids love glow in the dark things, yeah. right? So. Anyways, I'm a little nervous about that, but that's happening in March, so yeah. I need to get cracking on that. Um, we are hoping to go on a big anniversary trip of some sort. Ooh. It is our 15-year wedding anniversary mm -hmm. in 2020. Also, it's right in between our two 40th birthdays, gotcha. so we're hoping to make it a big one. Right now, though, all we have planned is my parents will be in town for an extended period of time to watch the kids. We just haven't you know decided where we're going. But that's, that's the like, most important part. Honestly, right? that's key. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't have coverage, I can't go anywhere. Right. So we really need to narrow down and decide where we're going. Okay. Um, Ireland is on the list. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that even just like, I don't know. And I, I don't know. We just want a big one. We haven't been on a big trip since we had the girls yeah. other than just like a weekend away here or there. So yeah. we're really excited for that. Oh, awesome. Um. Uh, we're hoping to get a pool this year. Yeah. That's a big one. Um, I really want to see my siblings more. I did oh. not see them enough in 2019, mm -hmm. I feel like. So at, at the very least, a trip to Nashville to see both my brothers there mm -hmm. and then back to Wisconsin. Uh, my sister is there and my parents. Mm -hmm. And then possibly my sister is talking about coming out here with the oh. family too this spring. So I just really want to make that a priority yeah. this year. Um, and then let's see. The kids will be finishing first and second grade mm -hmm. and starting second and third mm -hmm. with a hopefully less miserable summer in between. Right. <laughs> we talked about on our last episode, yes. wrapping up 2019, how like summer was rough <laughs> this past year. So we're, we're going to be more proactive about yes, that this year. Are. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's all I can like, I'm sure there's other big things coming up that I just haven't really had time to think about yet, but that's off the top of my head. Or there's just space for the big yes. things that you're not sure yes, that are going to exactly. come up. Exactly. You never know. <laughs> Okay, so for us, a really big one, we will be adding another yes. family member. Oh, we have so a baby exciting. girl due in late March. Um, and kind of just related to that, um, this will be the first time that I'll be home full time with an infant, mm -hmm. like not mm -hmm. on maternity leave work. going back to work. So yeah. that's going to just be a new experience that I'm that I'm looking forward to. Um, Cedric will be turning five in late December. Um, so he's five when this comes out mm -hmm. and we'll start kindergarten in the new school year, which tangent will be the first time that we will not be paying for childcare oh. since 2013. That's crazy. And we will be celebrating. Yes. Cause you pay for preschool now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh man. That's a game changer. So that's huge. Mm -hmm. Um, and Dash will be turning seven soon after, um, the baby is born and we'll start second grade mm -hmm. in the new school year. I um, have to say as a side note, every yes. time you talk about that, I am seven years older than my youngest sibling Aww. and it's like the best relationship Aww. now. So I'm hoping the same for them. I think that it could I, be really fun. I am so excited about the age spacing yeah. between them all. Yeah. I think it's going to be really great. I think I'm, so too. I'm very excited about that. Um, Chris and I will be celebrating 10 years of marriage um, in April. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a busy spring mm -hmm. for us, but that's going to be exciting. Um, 
Chris has kind of a big professional thing. He is going to submit his package for consideration to be promoted to full professor. Okay. Which is kind of like just the top the top level, I guess, that of you can... professordom? Yes. Okay. <laughs> whatever you call uh-huh. it. So he'll um, submit this big package this spring, and then I think we won't find out until maybe the following spring. So is it similar to the tenure process or yes. less or more or... It is very similar in that, like, the amount of, you know, materials that you have mm-hmm. to submit and kind of the prestige and everything... Mm-hmm. A big difference that's great about this is if you do not get tenure mm-hmm. at your university, you have to leave the university. Yikes. Like you have a it's year. like a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, bye. Um, but if you do not get full professor, you do not have to leave. Okay. You just like resubmit in a few years. Okay. So that it's nice. It's, yeah. A <laughs> all, lot less all of the potential, but not yes, as much of the pressure. Totally. And finally, my parents this year kind of spontaneously bought a second home here. That's exciting. Not too far away. So this will be the first full year. And they've been kind of working on just um, some updates and remodels Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so, yeah, I'm just very excited to see what it's like having Mm -hmm. them out here more. What a perfect time since we will have a new baby. But just come often. Yes. I would like to shower. (laughs) Just um, looking forward to spending more time with them here in Arizona. That's so nice. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about what we want to make of 2020. Do you have an overall intention or theme for the year? How did you come up with it and what does it mean to you? Okay, so I talked about this quite a bit in our 2019 wrap up, but something that has been huge for me and it sounds so cliche and I have always thought it was fairly cliche, but something that's been huge for me at the last part of the year here doing this last 90 days challenge is gratitude. Um. And really intentional about, I, th- I feel like when I've tried to do this in the past, I always write down like health, family, my house, like the big stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, you're just repeating that day after mm-hmm. day. Um, and so in this last 90 days challenge I did with Rachel Hollis, it was, um, you were intentionally supposed to not write down those things. Oh. Like obviously if some big thing, you got a great diagnosis or good news about, you know, a bigger thing that was fine, but that you were supposed to intentionally leave those things out. So Mm -hmm. it did not become monotonous Mm -hmm. and just talk about like the littler things. Mm -hmm. Like don't just write down your husband, right? Like that he unloads the dishwasher every day or, you know, something that you're really noticing because then that gets you in the habit of noticing those Mm -hmm. things more often. Mm -hmm. And I can just be a pretty, um, I don't know. I can be a negative snarky person mm. sometimes if I let myself get there. And this has been, and also like globalize and catastrophize. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Catastrophize? I think so. Where like if, if a couple of little things have gone wrong, my day is shot. Yeah. Everything's always like this, that mm-hmm. kind of a, you know, mentality. And so this has been one of the biggest changes for me this past year and something I want to be even more intentional about and continue into 2020. Um, And it literally has just been writing down five things Mm -hmm. every morning. And I do it before I get out my phone in the morning. Mm -hmm. I do it with my coffee that Jeremiah Mm -hmm. delivers me. So I'm already intentional about gratitude before I even see my children. What a beautiful way (laughs) to start the day. Yeah, it really is just, it's been, and I haven't done it every single morning, but it's been crazy how even it's helped me to not be so all or nothing in my thinking. Like, Mm -hmm. Um, if I miss a couple of days because we were traveling and mm-hmm. I forgot my journal or whatever mm-hmm. it is, I just pick back right, you know, yeah. up where I left off because I know it's valuable, mm-hmm. much like I need to do with exercising and nice. healthy eating. And it's just like it 
it goes over into everything else. So, yeah. and so you have just like a little journal that you're using. Yeah. I just use a moleskin notebook and that's the only thing in there. And then there's some goal setting too. Like mm-hmm. you write down and I don't do this part every day. I would like to get more into this, but, um, if you look up the start today challenge, there's, there's even start today journals, but you can do mm-hmm. it in any notebook. You write down 10 dreams you're making happen as mm-hmm. if they've already happened. Mm-hmm. So like, I have a pool, mm-hmm. you know, I have like, it doesn't always have to be like manifesting type things. It could right. be like, I am a safe space for my children. Yeah. And like you're working so that you're constantly reminded of like what you're working towards mm-hmm. in the bigger picture. I love that. And dreaming again, yeah. instead of getting caught in the minutia. So yeah. anyways, it's been a game changer truly. And it's not in a ch- cheesy silver lining way, but mm-hmm. looking for the little things that truly do shift perspective over time mm-hmm. and then acting out of that gratitude. Mm-hmm. So my word is gratitude for 2020 mm-hmm. to just keep that going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm excited about how that is already changing my perspective and will continue to. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thanks. Okay. So um, just in thinking about 2020, I have mentioned this before, but I just have this sense like 2020, it does feel like this future date that yeah. always seemed so, so far mm-hmm. out there. I can't believe it. And now it's here and just something about like the symmetry of the number. I don't know. It just feels so auspicious mm-hmm. to me. Also, um, that we're adding a baby to mm-hmm. our family. That was something we thought about for so long and that we're just so excited about. Um, there's a lot this year that I'm so excited about, but there's a certain amount of just, I don't know what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. I, I feel very optimistic and positive. I think it's going to be so great, but mm-hmm. it could also be really hard in ways that I just can't quite yeah. imagine. I mean, we're going to have a baby again, yeah. plus we're going to have yeah. two older kids. Feels daunting in yeah. certain, certain times. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that was just kind of all on my mind when I thought about my intention for 2020. And my theme for 2020 is magic. Mm. And especially the phrase magic is something you make. Oh, I love that. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm thinking about just all of this and that I want to, I want to delight in the good and remember that the hard will pass. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to be remembering that just these, these little moments with Mm -hmm. my family and, and even at the end of like right now in my pregnancy, Mm -hmm. there's just parts of it that are magic. I'm like bringing this new, carrying this new life. That's Mm going to be this new person, um, into the world. Um, I expect this to be the last time that I'm pregnant. So I'm just trying to, yeah, savoring that and yeah, just cherishing kind of, um, this, this time of life. I think also when you have a baby, your, your world can just get smaller. Yeah. Suddenly you're like kind of confined to the house more. You're very focused on just these little things and this little person. And, um, I want to, I just, I want to embrace and savor having a baby Mm -hmm. again. Um, but I also don't want to lose touch with life as it is right now. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure how all that will balance out, but I'm kind of just hoping that, I don't know, through that perspective of magic, like see the everyday as, as just being Mm -hmm. magical and something special. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. So next I would like to go back and forth. Like, let's talk some more specifics about how we see our intention, um, influencing different aspects of our life. So we'll kind of go back and forth on these. So what about in family? 
Okay, I think that this idea of gratitude with family has been one of the biggest changes for me because I can be so easily annoyed. And honestly, I find it like entertaining sometimes to (laughs) think about how annoying kids are (laughs) and just like make fun of it. But also then I get myself all fired up. Mm -hmm. Like I can be so easily annoyed by all the little things, but then noticing the little things Mm -hmm. that I'm grateful for Mm -hmm. um, with kids especially just makes the biggest difference in counteracting that. Mm -hmm. So I can still notice and be honest and I'm always going to be the mom that's like, kids are the worst some days. But I, I think like also just realizing in the same breath, like, yeah, but they're like so amazing at school. And she just totally unloaded the dishwasher without me asking yeah. her and, you know, being super intentional about that part when the other part comes real easily to me mm. is just going to make a real big difference. Mm-hmm. So that is my goal around that for okay. family. I really like that. Um, okay. So as I mentioned, just really, for me, really looking for the moments of magic and having a baby in the house again, and then having this new experience of seeing our boys as Mm. like big boys Mm -hmm. and being big brothers. Yeah. Like how you see them through a new lens too. Like, oh, you're so big. Like you're so grown up. Exactly. So that's definitely one. Um, I really want to be noticing and encouraging the boys individual interests. Those Mm -hmm. are just things that are really starting to come out Mm -hmm. now. And I think even more so over the next school year. Um, And, you know, especially with now having a baby in the house, that's going to take a big measure of our time and attention and just really being thoughtful about how to make sure we're, you know, just obviously still meeting all of their needs and encouraging them as individuals. And along with that, just finding one-on-one time with Mm -hmm. the boys for each, for Mm -hmm. me and Chris. Um, What about personal growth? Okay. Well, therapy, number one, just sign me up for all the therapy. Let's keep it rolling. Keep it going. Um, And then anything, I'm always just surprised at what even comes out of that as an area that I might not have seen that I needed to grow or so I am just open to like whatever that Mm -hmm. brings. Wherever it takes you. And then something I did last year um, is make kind of a personal growth reading syllabus for myself. Yes, I love that. So I'm going to, what I've been doing in the morning, depending on time, but always trying to do the gratitude practice and the kind of goal setting and then reading something for um, like personal development, just a few Mm -hmm. minutes of it after that as like my hour for myself in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes I do this after the kids are Mm -hmm. dropped off at school. Some mornings require more. And so I just, you know, I'll wait till I have a quiet minute, but I, I have a hard time reading nonfiction or like self-development books at nighttime. Totally. Like I just want to escape into like a novel. And so I really enjoyed doing it in the morning. And so actually two that I'm working on right now that I intend to finish up at the beginning of the new year is Atomic Habits by Mm -hmm. James Clear Mm. and Only Love Today, Reminders to Breathe More, Stress Less, and Choose Love by Rachel Macy Stafford. And I actually had started that a couple years ago and was (laughs) in such a place where it all felt just trite. And I was like, no, screw that. This all sucks. Like I just wasn't in a place for it when I probably really needed it. But I feel like I'm in this place where I've picked that back up and really love it. Um, Rachel Hollis has a newer, new-ish book out, Girl, Stop Apologizing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be reading that this year. Um, I turned 40 at the end of 2020. So exciting. there's a book um, that Laura Tremaine recommends on being 40-ish. Oh. And it's just little essays on like this time of life. So mm-hmm. I just thought that, that would be good. That's yeah. by Lindy Mead. That's on my list. Um, Love Lives Here by Maria Goff. 
focusing on like how to determine what's important in your life when the world tells you so many mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. Do less a, revo- a revolutionary approach to time and energy management for busy moms by Sounds Kate great. Northrup. Take that. And then Jen Hatmaker has a new book coming out and I just oh. feel like she is my patron saint yeah, of she speaks to you. life. Um, yes. So her book is Fierce, Free and Full of Fire by Jen Hatmaker out in April. So that is already pre-ordered and I'm looking forward to that one. So I just, I think this is a good, I, I grow probably the most through reading. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. to me, like putting a few things on my list for the year as like, it's not necessarily what I reach for at nighttime mm-hmm. or my favorite things to read, but I, I do grow a lot from them and I'm getting yeah. more into that. So I love that. that is my plan for the year. I love it. Um, for me, definitely continuing counseling. Got it going. Mm-hmm. Already got my first 2020 mm-hmm. appointment scheduled. Um, and I'm just, I'm so glad to have that in place. Yes. You know, like I said, I don't know what all yeah. the transition is yeah. going to be like having a new baby and just, you know, your identity. Um, I don't know. And postpartum is just no joke, no matter what. Yeah, like, exactly. That is, that is just a exactly. transition, no matter exactly. what. Exactly. So I'm, I'm so glad that that, that mm-hmm. is just a comfort knowing that yes. that is there. Yes. Um, Another thing is I want to listen to more audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that maybe with having a new baby, mm-hmm. like nursing, all that, that it'll be I'll just be sitting a yeah. lot or just kind of with this other human that's not talking to yeah. me. <laughs> going on long walks and right. it could be a great time. So I think I'm going to treat myself to an audible membership mm-hmm. as a way to just encourage that yeah. because I do get audiobooks from the library, but I think it'll just be just more accessible yeah. if it's like, I want to listen to this and now I'm going to And it's like the right best now. thing when you have a couple credits that yeah. pile up because like I'm listening to a long book right now. So uh-huh. my other ones from like gotcha. I get one every month and it's the best thing to be like, I already like have these treat. like, yeah, it feels like a free book because uh-huh. you already have a credit for yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I got a book as an early birthday present from Chris that was on my wish list. I'm mm. so excited. It is from Tracy Benjamin, who is Shutterbee. Oh, yeah. yeah on um, recognize that handwriting yeah she she has a really great food blog but she is just also very reflective like shares a lot of just kind of reflections on life and art and things like that so she has created this book it's called it's currently 2020 and it will link to it it basically it has kind of planning for the year but then every month has a spread just says jan for like january she does tons of watercolor yeah her handwriting stuff is is so yes and then a spread for each month good things that happened this month and then a list of for the month like inspired by watching reading listening dream life i just like a little workbook yeah, yeah, exactly. So I do want to get myself a basic set of just like watercolors. Oh yeah. And just kind of experiment Doodle around with it. Yeah. Yeah, and just I hope that this will just be a nice easy like accessible way to like keep that reflection yeah. in my life. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And the fill in the blank aspect is just really yeah. nice, especially when you're thinking about a new baby. Like yes. my brain may not be thinking of my own ideas, it's like but just let me, enough, you tell me what to yes, reflect on. It's like I'll do just it. enough structure yeah, that it's cool. not too intimidating. She has a spot in the back too for like a monthly self, um, self portrait, like a, I guess you could do a drawing. I plan to take a photograph. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> I will not be drawing myself. <laughs> um, And the other thing I've thought of is I got this idea from the Happier podcast with Gretchen Rubin the past couple of years for like the new year. They make these lists like 18 for 2018, 19 19 for 2019. And I'm thinking about making a list of 20 for 2020 
And this will be a list of 20 things that I want to do during the year. And thinking of my theme of magic, I just want them to be little doable things mm. to just add like a little bit of magic mm -hmm. to my day. Mm -hmm. It might just be sending a handwritten letter or it. doing a little, some little specific random acts of mm -hmm. kindness for someone or going and buying myself a treat at the bakery, um, reaching out to a friend I haven't seen in a mm -hmm. while to plan a coffee date. I think just little doable things that if I am just feeling like, uh, you know, a stressed out day or mm -hmm. a stressful week, I can pick one of these easy things from the list and just kind of lift my spirits like a, little a little bit. a little doable bucket list yeah. for the year. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. Um, what about creativity and professional endeavors? Okay. Well, thinking about gratitude this way, I honestly have more fun doing what I do. I loved teaching, but teaching was hard mm -hmm. and there were things about it that were fun. And then it but honestly, it was more hard than fun many days. Yeah. Um, and so I have so much fun doing what I'm doing right now with yeah. my Cactus Rem beauty business. It's just fun. It's yeah. makeup. Yeah. It's um, helping women feel good. It's playing around. It's like a creative expression. I love the the um, content producing side mm -hmm. of it, like thinking of fun, like sales and promotions and teaching people mm -hmm. about makeup. So I just, I literally love everything about it. And yeah. it's just such I, that gratitude of like remembering that mm -hmm. when it gets harder, I have a bunch of orders to ship out or it feels monotonous mm -hmm. or feels like maybe not clicking mm -hmm. along the way I want it to. Like, this is so fun. Like yeah. remember that it's fun and get your like initial excitement yeah. and have that gratitude back again. And then just being so grateful that like work is a privilege. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, it's, I, it's such a privilege to be able to, make a little extra money for the family mm -hmm. or do work that you feel good about and have like, it's such a privilege that I have the flexibility to just do something fun yeah. and make this podcast mm -hmm. and, you know, do all of these things without the pressure even of like providing for the whole family. Yeah. And so I just really want to take that opportunity seriously to see mm -hmm. how far I can mm -hmm. go with it, but also just really appreciate it and not mm -hmm. feel I don't, I don't think I really struggle with this to begin with, but not feel like the mom guilt about it Yeah, to be like, no, this is a privilege. And also like, I'm grateful for whatever. I think sometimes too, though, I can get in this mindset of where I have these big goals, especially yeah. financial yeah, where I forget to be grateful for like, no, you wanted something that was like a couple hundred bucks a month and you're surpassing that. Mm -hmm. Like this is already a success. Now right. have fun with it and see what you can do with right. it instead of like, you know, whatever. And then mm -hmm. it's in terms of the, I really do want to write a book about adoption. I'm realizing this year that, you know, uh, Glennon Doyle Melton says to write from your scars, not, not mm -hmm. your wounds. Mm -hmm. And I think that I have some more healing to do mm -hmm. around that. Just in therapy, I'm really kind of realizing that it's not quite, I, I have a hard time having perspective on it yet because I haven't even mm -hmm. worked through some of it myself. Yeah. And so that may come along at some point this year, but I'm also not putting yeah. pressure on myself about that and mm -hmm. remembering that like it, it can feel this, like you said, um, this pressure, like I should be doing more. Right. I, I need to get going on that. Like mm -hmm. the time, you know, the clock is ticking kind mm -hmm. of a thing. It's like, no, just being grateful for where I'm at right now and leaning into the creative things mm -hmm. and work things I already have going on. And then, yeah. Who knows what comes down yeah. the path. So. And creativity breeds creativity. Yes. So lean in to yes. what is making you feel more creative. And yeah, you don't even know how that might spill over right. into your writing or right. other other things. Right. Instead really of feeling like, like guilty and down on myself about it or whatever. Right. That's definitely not getting not anything done. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. <laughs> um, okay. For me, I 
kind of have a little bit of a big one and we'll see how this goes along with the big year I'm already going to have, but I would like to start a novel manuscript this year. You have this idea. Yeah, I have, um, just kind of a loose idea for a novel. Um, and writing a novel is just kind of a life goal, a life dream Mm -hmm. that I would like to do. Um, I would like to approach this in the very Kelsey way of having it very structured, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, I, I kind of, I like the idea of the National Novel Writing Month. You know, it's always mm-hmm. in November and mm-hmm. so many people do it around the world, but I actually hate that it's in November. That, yeah. That actually seems really dumb to me. Yeah. just going to say just that. just going to say that. Gonna say Sorry, it. novel people. <laughs> totally support what you're doing. Yeah. But Maybe November. Like April. <laughs> November does <laughs> not seem like a great less time. high pressure. Um, and so anyway kind of what I'm envisioning for myself and this isn't concrete at all, but, um, so yeah, two things. One, I have a book that I'll link to in the show notes cause I'm not remembering the exact title. It's something like about like r- something about draft and writing a draft in 30 days. Mm-hmm. And it has just a very structured approach to writing a very structured outline okay. for a book. Mm-hmm. And I think since I've never done it before, mm-hmm. um, that makes a lot of sense for me just going, outlining characters, outlining places. Exactly. Um, that feels more approachable to me. So I'm kind of thinking of doing a hybrid between working on that structured outline and picking a month. I was kind of thinking October. Mm -hmm. I feel like October is before the holidays hit. Um, but I don't know, kind of like fall creativity, kind of when we're getting into fall, maybe the, like our, daughter is old enough that I'm getting a little bit of bandwidth sea legs a little (laughs) bit yeah um and I also am not going to have pressure on myself like 1500 words a day I mean it it is probably just going to be sit down and do 30 minutes to an hour of writing a day so anyway something kind of like that so dipping my toes into the novel manuscript in some way well you always get like a if you don't this year it's fine (laughs) But you always get this crazy creative rush really and do. productivity like after you have a kid. I really do. You really do. Like I, I'm always like floored when I think about what we like implemented new <laughs> when you had a newborn. Right. I know. It's like you're just awake anyways. I so think you're like, so. well, I'm just going to get something, something done. Something about it. I was looking <laughs> back at my blog and the amount that I was publishing on my blog after Cedric was yeah. born is like just ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's really healthy though. I think you recognize that like you need this other outlet to process during that time. Yes, yeah, totally. And, like, you just... and you're having a lot of emotions and yeah. you're doing a lot and you're such a transition. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm hoping maybe to harness some okay. of that this year. <laughs> um, how about health and wellness? Okay. So this is a big shift for me too. And really, again, has been at the end of 2019. Um, I am not happy where I'm at health and wellness wise physically, but I think that that so often turns into, um, making choices that you make to like punish yourself Mm -hmm. or like, I need to be better. Mm -hmm. I need to do instead Mm of out of gratitude for my body and, uh, what it can do and the health that I have. Um, and just making those food and exercise choices because I can. Mm-hmm. And there are people praying for what I have, like mm-hmm. legs that work and mm-hmm. cancer free and, yep. you know, all of the things that like you could look at as like, okay, yeah, but I'm still a size 14. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. Okay, mm-hmm. well, get your healthy legs moving. Mm-hmm. Not because you feel bad, but because you're grateful for yeah. like the gift to be able to do that yeah. and how it makes you feel when you do that and yeah. not any sort of like 
shortcoming. Right. You know, so that has just been a big shift. One that I'm still really, really working on. Mm -hmm. Um, Something else we're talking about lots in therapy. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, just, just wanting to move my body, fuel my body out of gratitude for it Mm -hmm. and what it can do and how it makes me feel and not out of any kind of contempt. Yeah. I love you know, that. So I love that. Easier said than done once yeah. again, but <laughs> that's what I'm focusing on. Um, so one of my first ones kind of just related to that is I want to be in awe of my body. Mm-hmm. I'm going through a it's lot a good of year for that with yeah, you too. Yeah. Going through a lot of body changes, yes. um, which I think overall I am embracing, but it's also, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to just see parts of your body change <laughs> so significantly right. in like a relatively short amount of right. time and not really wonder like, how will I look in a year, yeah. you know? Um, and so, but just like you're saying though, all of that is for this amazing thing that your body can do exactly and that is truly incredible Mm -hmm. so so I want to focus on being in awe of my body both through the end of my pregnancy and then in that postpartum um, time which I do feel like that is kind of a hard time too when the baby is no longer in Mm -hmm. you and so it does kind of feel like well well why do I still look like this you know why am I carrying Mm -hmm. all this weight or feeling soft Mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, so I do, I want to focus on being in awe of my body and just being really loving towards that myself. It can even recover from a human coming out of you. <laughs> it's incredible. At all. It is At incredible. All. That there's any sort of, let alone putting a time limit on it. <laughs> That's right. The fact that you just don't like, well, and I'm done. <laughs> exactly. That is this is all my I gift to do. the world. And now I'm done. Like yes. it is it's someone who's never been pregnant. Like I, it still blows my mind in a very like childlike way <laughs> that that all happens. Yeah. No, I agree. Like for real. But I, I know agree. it's hard when it's happening to you and your body is like a little bit not your own, you know, <laughs> but man, it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so kind of related to that, I, I just, I do want to think about just moving my body and stretching. Those mm-hmm. are two things that just make me feel good. Yeah. You, you never feel worse after just right. moving your <laughs> right. body in some way. Right. Um, and then after just doing even just a little bit of stretching, mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel like I can sit on the ground, reach for my toes, mm-hmm. reach up overhead. Ah, it just Especially feels like good. those days of just being in the same position, holding yes, a baby. totally like, kind of hunched over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just remembering a to lot even of do that. that. A lot of that. I do kind of have a hope or goal um, that by the end of 2020... I will be back to kind of my consistent exercise routine and high intensity exercise. Mm -hmm. And that is not for, you know, because I want to look a certain way, but just because it makes me feel so good. And I know that when I'm in that routine, I, I just, I feel great. It feels so great for physically, mentally, Mm -hmm. um, and so that's just kind of what I'm looking forward to, um, maybe in there if I just kind of need something to work towards like a running race or some other kind of challenge that just might be fun to Mm -hmm. kind of give me that motivation knowing Mm -hmm. that okay I'm you know starting here but I can work towards something but anyway we'll see just kind of getting back into it what about in relationships um I think just making 
just remembering how grateful I am for the people in my life and making that time mm. and intentional effort. Like it can be so easy, especially with extended family elsewhere, mm-hmm. just like out of sight, out of mind a little yeah. bit. And then to think of that person, but then not act on it. Right. Not say even just a text, like I'm yeah. thinking of you or when right. can we talk on the phone or mm-hmm. whatever. So really just leaning into some of those relationships I'm so grateful for. Um, and then scheduling and prioritizing time together with Jeremiah, with mm-hmm. siblings that I miss, with um, other extended family. I think that, again, it's just one of those things that falls to the bottom of the priority list sometimes. But if if you also think about like the fact that those are your, that's who you want around you when everything like falls apart. Mm-hmm. Why don't you keep up with that when right. everything is good? In that. You know, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, just just trying to remember how grateful I am for all those people and then doing something about it. (laughs) Yeah. I really like that. Okay. So for me, um, one thing that I have is kind smiles and kind words for strangers. Mm. And this isn't something that I, I don't already do to some extent. You have a resting smile face. I do. We talked about it. (laughs) It's the best. Um, but something that I noticed with two people in my life this year, my good friend, Allison, and then another mom friend that I've made at at school. And I've just noticed that when I'm around them, they are just so kind and cheerful and conversational to just all the people that they interact with. Like Mm -hmm. just, I was out to a movie and lunch with my friend Allison in Austin this summer. And, you know, she just to a cashier, how's your day going? Mm -hmm. You know, just those little small talk things. Yeah. And I have kind of noticed myself as I'm getting older, I'm actually becoming less and less interested in small talk. You're like, "Mm." yeah. (laughs) The introverted you is like, no, thank you. Something about it. I'm just like, this isn't going anywhere. Like we're not going to be friends. Exactly. But I just realized like seeing these two friends Mm -hmm. do that, just how, just that human interaction. Right. You know, and I'm not being rude to people, of course, but what little effort to, you don't know if you could brighten up someone's day or brighten up your day just by tell them you like their earrings, whatever it might be. Exactly. So I'm going to make more of an effort this year to be like spreading some of that cheerfulness. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to find ways to connect with other new moms and moms of infants Mm -hmm. when I'm in that stage this year. That's not a stage that most of my current friends are in. So I'm going to kind of need to take some effort and find some new circles. Um, Where that was kind of built in before. Exactly. Exactly. There um, are kind of some mom groups that I think are still around that I think maybe I will try to get reconnected with. But I just remember that being so important and helpful Mm -hmm. when I had both Dash and Cedric to just be able to connect with other moms who were in it. Yeah. In in the trenches of that. In that way. So I want to do that. And then I really want to go, um, my good friend, Allison, who I talked about, who's so cheerful, um, moved to Portland recently. And I would really like to make a visit up to see her, maybe with my baby girl, since she'll still be free. (laughs) Um, So anyway, yeah, that's just a relationship that we have lived apart for actually most of our friendship. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud that we've stayed best friends through all of that. And um, yeah, making an effort to get up there to see her would Mm -hmm. just mean a lot. So, Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, so now is our annual tradition. Mm -hmm. Let's record messages for future Erica and Kelsey to encourage some positive manifesting energy for 2020. Okay. Dear Erica, you have completely shifted your perspective on so many things through gratitude and look what a difference it has made. I know there were times this past year where you might have gone off track and lost your temper and gotten cranky and that's okay too. 
Be grateful for what it taught you and how quickly you were able to point the ship back towards gratitude. You took time to notice the little things that you are so thankful for instead of constantly cataloging the faults of yourself and those around you. You prioritize relationships that are important to you and work that you love while treating yourself well and being kind to that healthy bod. Gratitude looks good on you. I love it. Kelsey, you started 2020 with a kicking baby girl inside Mm. you, and now you have an adorable and delightful nine-month-old girl who is also the best sleeper and easiest of all your children. (laughs) (laughs) This year, you found and made magic. You delighted in everyday moments with your family, in the kindness of strangers, your amazing body, and the privilege of living this life. When life did not feel magical, you remember that the hard parts will pass. You found ways to stay connected to those things that make you feel like you and grew as a person and a mother. Through it all, you gently reminded yourself that what you are doing is enough. Right where you are is exactly where you should be. And that is magic. Oh, these always make me teary. I know. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, me too. Oh, happy 2020, Happy 2020. <laughs> okay, let's move on. What are you obsessed with? Okay, so this goes along with treating my healthy bod well. So I have loathed going to the gym, let's be real. And I think it can be really hard when you are not in a place where you want to be or even in a place where you have been physically to then get the motivation to drive there, go to the class, feel a little embarrassed. Totally. That in and of itself can be another stumbling block when you're out of the routine of working out. Yeah. And I recently found, just seeing it online, that Les Mills has an on-demand subscription now, a lot like Peloton. Interesting. So it's literally like all of the Les Mills classes, multiple episodes, multiple seasons. And it's like 15 bucks a month. So it's half my gym membership price. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I do at the gym anyways. I don't like the treadmill. I hate it. Mm -hmm. And I don't lift the free weights by myself. I'll go to the weights class, but I don't do any of that really on my own. So I'm like, why don't I just pay less money? Mm Mm-hmm remove some excuses, remove some layers of shame because that's what I'm trying to do is Mm -hmm. just be more moving from positive energy and Mm -hmm. more gratitude for my body. So why would I go remind myself that Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly where I want to be and just do it in my living room? Yeah. So I, it's amazing. I mean, it's the same classes that like, so this is the people who like made less mills. So it's how the instructors train Mm -hmm. anyways, and you're just taking it directly from the source. So I, I think I make it to a point where that community and seeing those same people every week yeah. is, is important to me or is beneficial right right now. That feels like more of a detriment and mm-hmm. whether that's in my head or for real, like mm-hmm. why not just go with your gut and do what makes mm-hmm. you feel good. So canceling my gym membership, mm-hmm. got the less meals on demand subscription. And that has already made me work out so much more consistently wow. because I don't even have to have a great sports bra on. Yeah. Like no one yeah. else is going to see him flopping around. Nope. So, it's just made a huge difference and it's like hey I love to do this thing why not just go all in on this Mm -hmm. thing like these are my favorite classes to Mm do they're all right there that's awesome so what are the classes that you're enjoying doing body combat mostly and then I did ask for like a weight set to do body pump at Mm -hmm. home because I do love that and it's like the most I've ever enjoyed weightlifting yeah um, so that is on my wish list from Santa. This is being recorded before then. So maybe yeah. I will already have my yeah. weights and be manifested well on my way to buff. Um, I love it. But yeah, I just, I'm like, why? And I think there's so much, there is just so much messaging around like, if your workout doesn't look this certain way, mm-hmm. or if like, even just like the, the stigma of like going to the gym, mm-hmm. I can say I went to the gym. Right. Okay. Well, 
if you're not actually going to said gym <laughs> and using right. that membership, I don't know. Right. It's just really like a light bulb moment for yeah. me. Like, oh, this thing that I enjoy, I can just do it at home. Yeah. That's so, perfect. Yeah. All right. I love it. So my obsession is an article of clothing. I am actually wearing it. It is this t-shirt tunic. I was thinking I liked this t-shirt you had Well, let, let, me, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you more, Erica. So um, as I was getting bigger in my pregnancy, I was just... I was just feeling like I didn't love the stuff that was really um, belly hugging, mostly Uh just because if you buy something that fits your belly well right now, halfway through, like you're not going to make it past like 30 weeks, you know? And so I'm trying to find pieces that are really going to last. And I've just been really liking kind of flowier things. And I have a long torso and I just wanted to do like the jeans or like the leggings Mm -hmm. with a tunic. And I looked through like all the maternity sites. I just couldn't find something Mm -hmm. that I loved. So I went to Amazon, which I rarely buy clothes Mm -hmm. there and just searched for like t-shirt tunic. This popped right up. It is the daily ritual, which is Amazon's Uh brand Uh of clothing. And it's not maternity. I am excited to say. Yeah, just a tunic t-shirt. So I just ordered a size up. It comes in, I don't know, probably 15 different Mm -hmm. colors. It's super soft. Um, and I am loving it and I'm super excited that it's not maternity cause I'm going to keep on wearing these yeah. post maternity. It's real cute and super Thank flattering. You. I got a black and kind of, um, kind of, a maybe a rust, dust, oh, dusty okay. pink uh-huh. color, mm-hmm. but there's several other colors. I'm like, all right, well, I'm enjoying these so much. Yeah. So between now and the end of my pregnancy, if you see yes. me, there's like a 75% chance <laughs> I, will be, wearing I will be wearing one of these. I love that. And I love actually that brand. I have a couple t-shirts from them Do too, you? and they wash really well. Mm-hmm. And they're like very, they're, they feel very good on like better yeah. than a target t-shirt. Yeah. It's you know? really soft. It fits well. So anyway, I would Excellent. highly recommend. Okay. All right. I have some neighborhood news. Okay. This happened a while ago. I'm so happy I remembered it. So I was out in our front yard. It was a Sunday morning. I remember that. And I was kind of just, you know, I like to putter around in the yard, inspecting mm-hmm. my plants, kind of watering, um, whatever. And I saw from down the street, this couple was walking down the street um, kind of towards us. And I was just kind of making note. And they got closer. And I see that they are carrying champagne glasses oh with you know orange like orange juice like in mimosas in there. yeah uh-huh. i also noticed that they were barefoot okay <laughs> they walk on up i don't recognize them and i was just like i think i was like are you guys drinking mimosas <laughs> and they were like yes <laughs> i was just like that is awesome <laughs> and i can't remember if they said it was like a you know, they were probably in their 50s, you know, something like that, where it's like, if they have kids, their kids are sleeping in or they're right, doing their right. own thing. Like they don't have a care right. in the world. They're just walking barefoot with their mimosas <laughs> on a Sunday morning. I love it. They're like, because screw shoes. Yeah. We don't even need that. <laughs> I, all I could say, I was just like, you know how to live life. <laughs> I was just, just in here awe. for all of this. Yeah, I have not seen them again. I'm like, I want to know where you live because I just so do you have funny. any other life advice to yeah. give me? Because <laughs> I feel like you are doing something right. Yes, that's so anyway, amazing. It was amazing, and uh, yeah, what a way to pass the morning. Yeah, well done, <laughs> well done. All right, I think that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. From our hearts, we want to wish you a happy and prosperous new year. Mm -hmm. We hope you're able to take a little bit of time to set some intentions for the year, no matter how small they seem. It can really help you make the most of the next 365 days. 
And we definitely hope that you'll be spending some time with us in 2020. Mm -hmm. Instagram is the best place to find us between shows. We are Hi Girls Next Door and find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter to get content that's not on the show and be the first to hear about our book club picks. You can sign up through the link on our Instagram profile or on our website, which is girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And our email address is highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Fired. So I found... I don't think I talked about this on the podcast yet, did I? Is no. it cauliflower? I think I talked about it on Instagram. <laughs> no, it's not cauliflower. Although, that goes a long way. <laughs>